Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello. Welcome once again to Sports Roundtable, and I am Bob Ranko for episode 291, dated Monday, June 5th, 2023. Before we continue with our sports discussions, let me introduce the panel. We have Don Wardlow, Peter Alchel. Yeah, greetings from sunny and hot Columbia, Missouri. I wish summer was over. <laughs> Come up here, Peter. It's 50-something degrees and raw. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe I will. <laughs> Just kidding, Peter. Michael Garrett. Greetings from a stormy 75-degree Missouri City, Texas. Luther King. Good afternoon from a 80-ish, maybe 90-ish degrees. Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, summer's here. Don Wardlow, are you back? Sound like you muted. Don, you might be muted. You may want to unmute so that we can say hi to you so you can participate with us. Anyway, without further ado, let me offer some thanks and acknowledgments to those people who help us out with our program. We have Raymond Gay, our producer and editor, Tom and Lynn from Rosie's Place chat line because they post our programs. We have our media outlets who air us when they do. Thank you for that. And also Jacqueline Sylvia from JS Web Solutions because she archives our programs on my website, which is www.brancoevents.com. Just go there, click on Sports Roundtable Podcasts, and you will see the archived programs. I also want to thank Trish for being our host for today's program. Thank you for taking the opportunity for doing that. And also to Brad for, for mainstreaming us here on ACB Media 5. Bob? Yes. Merci, Jackie. Of course. Of course. We cannot forget that. All right. So as we have been doing for the past few weeks, we've been offering our participants the opportunity to speak to us right away. So if there's any topic that you want to talk about pertaining to sports, and we do have a lot to talk about. For example, we have two... Miami teams in the playoffs, one from hockey, one from basketball. Miami is facing Denver, obviously, in the finals in basketball, much to my chagrin as a Celtics fan, but we want to get to that. We can. And, of course, Bruce Cassidy of the Vegas Golden Knights is ready to give the Boston Bruins a swift kick in the butt, figuratively, because the Bruins thought he was so mean to them last year that he was let go. We brought in a new coach who made us have the best record only to lose in the first round. And now our former coach might win the cup. Karma is what it is, folks. And don't forget, this is the same Bruin team that saw the Panthers get bounced out because they had the President's Trophy two years ago. Just kind of feeling the same pain. Yeah. So, Trish, let me ask if there are any hands raised that we can get our participants involved. Yes, Malcolm has his hand up. Go ahead, Malcolm. Malcolm in the middle. Malcolm, what can we do for you today? Here you go, guys. Great. Hi, Malcolm. Uh, Hi, everybody. Luther, first of all, you need to do something with your throat, buddy. I know. sounding worse. 
Quit smoking. All right. No, I don't do that. All right. Okay. Uh, Let me preface everything with this. Practice is specific and practice makes perfect. Mm -hmm. So if you practice doing something incorrect, you will do it perfectly incorrect. Now, with that said, Sounds like the Red Sox defense. Well, I was listening to a Padre game the other day, and my announcers were interviewing Musgrove, who had pitched, I think, the day before, terribly, I might add. And he asked him, how do you like pitching on flat ground? And I thought, wait a minute, you really have this pitcher pitching on flat ground? Practice is specific and makes you perfect. If he practices on flat ground, and he gets on the mound, it's going to be different. Why would you have your pitcher throw on flat ground? I think they normally do that in side sessions anyway, I think, because if you're doing a bullpen, yeah, you're on a mound, but if you're coming back off of an injury, then they would have you do flat ground. So I don't know if Musgrove's coming off an injury or not. No, no, he was not. Okay, then apparently they should have had him on a mound then, because there's, there's there's no way you can have him pitch on a flat surface and you're going on 60 feet, six worth of slab. Can't do right. That. Right. That's thank you for confirming that. That's what I thought of that. You guys are crazy. No, no wonder he that's it. Now that's normally now if he, if he's coming off of an injury or, you know, maybe he sure. Or, sure. you know, or something like that. Yeah. Then maybe yeah. you have him throw off flat and just to know, get his arm gra- and up. gradually get him back to, where he can throw off a mound. Right. No, I understand the warm up, but like if he's in the bullpen, even they have him throw just tossing to get the arm yeah, warmed up toss. and loop. Yeah. right, light toss. But yeah. then once he's ready to throw, it's on the hill, not on exactly. flat ground. Exactly. And I'm thinking, you know, if you get used to throwing that on the ground, you get up on the hill, your pitches are going to be way off. So, speak, Malcolm, speak. do you think that, that that had an effect on him pitching the day before? pitching so poorly are we talking about the series against the cubs think, still going I, on are we talking cubs? about another series no i'm just talking in general this, uh, the question to him was how do you like throwing on flat ground and i'm thinking why in the world would you have him thrown on flat ground excluding the fact he was not on a rehab he was <laughs> he had pitched a day or two before that and that's why they had him in the booth because he wasn't pitching that day and so I'm thinking, why would you have him pitch on flat ground? That's not, it's practicing a throwing a different style altogether, as opposed to you, you're going to come off different flat ground than you will on a hill. There's something about this story that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, well, it all doesn't. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it, we, we are assuming this is something crazy that fighters are doing. Why was the question asked in the first place? You know, I mean, yeah, could, could, it's, it's yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's normal. It's normally something in that broadcast is like, oh, because they, they have to think of something and like always oh, going with something crazy. And that's probably one of those things they're asking. Like, there, there oh, are plenty you, of other things to talk about. Exactly. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's basically really. it's, it's a waste of a Q&A. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of of uh, of things uh, that uh, need to be taught. It seems that the Red Sox defense you mentioned briefly, are we referring to what happened yesterday? I've sort of forgotten what happened. Yes. Yes. And they're calling it a little league home run. Is that the term for it? Because the guy scored uh, 
he had four bags uh, over two errors. Is that what they call a little league? Yep, a little. Basically, basically <laughs> getting, basically getting, basically help from the defense for not, for actually sucking. It's yeah. the kind of thing that does happen in the minor, in the in the. Uh, it happens more league, in little league, fairly, more fairly regularly. I've I've never I've never heard it happen in, in in the major leagues. I think maybe once, maybe twice in a blue moon. Major oh, leaguer has can't a say that anymore. Let not me describe you. the play oh, for all of you because I heard the play. Margo <laughs> from Tampa Bay was on first base. Yep. Uh, I forgot if the batter was Rayleigh or Paredes. I forgot who I th- it was. I think it was Paredes. I think. All right, let's say it was Paredes. He was at I the th- plate. Margot was at first. He hit a base hit to right field. Mm-hmm. Redugo charged the ball. Margot was going to score all the way from first base. In his attempt to throw Margot out at home plate, Verdugo threw offline. Wong tried to cut it off, threw back to second base to get Paredes out and threw it away. So Paredes came all the way around to score. Now, now that he threw it away, through between the outfielders. So the ball went back, back to the warning track. So they so, you know, by the time they were able to retrieve the ball. Two uh, runs it scored. Uh, that, Two that, runs that, on one play. The little league home run. Basically, yeah. basically it was a E, it was an E9 and an E4. And I'm like, good lord. That takes talent. Not much talent for being stupid. Well, that here's the other thing, folks. Hold uh, the ball. That's right. Just put it in your pocket. Here's the other thing. The Red Sox rank last in defense. And I'll tell you what Alex Cora did today, because right now the Sox are playing the Rays in the makeup game of that uh Yeah, that, that's on the way now. Because they were rained out on Friday. Yeah. Kike Hernandez, according to Alex Cora, will no longer play shortstop. Hallelujah. It's about time, Alex Cora, that you oh, made that won't. statement. Who, who I made won't. 13 errors in 46 games. Who are you going to put it short? Pablo Reyes for the moment. Oh, y'all, y'all, need, y'all need some more infielders. But it seems to me this is not just the shortstop problem, the Red Sox. No, have. no, it's this, a lot is, deeper than this, that. This is a whole team problem. This is yeah. how you start the process, though. This, you start yeah. by doing the right things. Well, no, of course. By one. Well, well, for one, you figure out what you're going to do with the infield. If you have to make a trade to get a better infielder, you do it. Well, Trevor Story's coming back. Christian Arroyo came back today. They're slowly but surely coming back. But the question is, what you going to do with the, what you going to do about the pitching staff? I mean, you've had so many boats go in and out, up and down. The oh my God! Well, well, now, well, well, back up, back up a second, back up, because I want to go. That this kind of ties into what Malcolm started out talking about. Yep, How you it practice? Does. The Red mm-hmm. Sox are going to have to go to spring training in mid-season. Back to basics. To correct. Yeah, mm-hmm. to correct some of the, you guys got to come out <coughs> two hours before the game starts and do infielding practice, you know? Or three. Yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, at, at some point, she's got to get back to basics. Yes, yes. Do we know precisely what the problems are the Red Sox are having defensively? Uh, up the middle, outfield, pitching staff. Not no, but I mean, what what what, what 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 particular plays are they, you know, I mean, there's, there's got to well, be there's some a lot of throwing errors. A lot, a lot of throwing on. errors. But that, but... You know, if you're going to rehearse, you got to. If you're going to practice, you got to figure out what needs practice the most. Right? Throwing, yeah. throwing, throwing yeah. to the bag, throwing Bro, to the yeah. correct, throwing to the correct base, keeping double Basic. plays and keep the double play in order. Fun. We, we and what what do we always talk about every time on this show? Fundamental. Fundamental. Well, if it's any consolation in the in the game today, two Red Sox outfielders already robbed two Tampa Bay players of home runs. 
Really? Oh, that's including a start. Key, including Kike in center field. Well, that's a start. Well, they got the gloves. Now they can learn. Now they got to get. Now they got to throw it. Find the now, arm. Now they got. Now they oh. got to get. Now they got to get the infield and stuff. Right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well. Uh, well, all we can say is we hope the Padres. Uh, Padres are not doing very well, are they? I sort of lost. Uh, track. No. No. I mean, they've they've they fallen. They've, they've fallen further behind in the West. They're Arizona. They were. There were seven and a half games before last night, lost last night. So now they should probably be back to eight and a half. I think they're eight and a half behind both the Dodgers yeah. and, and the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks. And speaking cool. of, of, of weird teams being in first place, Pittsburgh Pirates are still in first place? Well, when they, I don't think so. No, there's there's still like there's still a half Alexa. game behind Milwaukee. They're half game we, behind um, Milwaukee. We do have a hand raise, guys. Ah, let's do Thank it. You. Okay, thank sure. you guys. Thanks, thank you, Malcolm. Thank you, Malcolm. Thank you, thank Malcolm. You. The Pirates are yeah. thirty-one and twenty-seven, and they're in second place. Second half place. game back, and Troy? they just swept the Cardinals. Troy. Troy. Troy, is that uh, you? Troy Larson. Uh huh. Yep. Our Minnesota friend. Hi guys. How are you? He's got How a first place there, team Troy? to talk about. Yes, yes he does. Lord, <laughs> <laughs> alert. Unlike the Red Sox. Hi, guys. How are we? They got the same record almost, though. That's funny. Oh, Minnesota's first in their division. Red Sox are last in theirs, and they're almost got the same record. <laughs> that is that is really ironic, Bob. A twist of fate, if you will. So yep. what, what, what's up, Troy? What's up? So the Minnesota Twins last week, um, four and three on the week. Uh Yep, four and three on the week. Not bad. No, not bad. You split a four-game series with the Cleveland Guardians, as they're now called. Used to be the Indians. Yep. And they take two out of three against the Houston Astros. But I do have some concerns about the Twins. To start with, uh, especially in the past couple games, we're, we're not hitting. Uh, in fact, I don't think uh, we were really hitting a whole lot during the Cleveland uh, series. Um, although in Houston, we did have some offense, except uh, especially on, on in the Wednesday evening game, and it just, just seems it just seems to be a trend all season long. The Twins are inconsistent at the plate. And I don't know. I, I I can't say for sure where we're at. Anyways, uh, with the bases loaded, but that seems to be one of our big problems. Leaving runners on base can't can't get you know get a hit with the bases loaded. And hey, well, join join the club. That's my team. Key situations can't score. Can't get a timely hit. And I'm like, you're you're paying two dudes to get you big hits. But when you have situational hits where those two guys are up at the plate and you come up woefully short, yep. team, it, 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 I don't I don't know. Is it it feels like analytics, it feels like roster mismanagement with analytics. What team are we talking about, Luther? We're talking about his twins and my cardinals. Same way. Uh, two, talking about the cardinals. Two, okay. te- two teams that are not gonna say it. As we always talk about with analytics, I wonder if some of these front offices are kind of ruining their rosters despite having the numbers. You know, situational mismanagement. You know, analytics has always been around baseball. I think the problem oh, is now is they're using a lot more of it, a it's, lot more. 
you know, you know, we, we used to focus on probably the biggest analytic was this hitter does better against this this hitter does better against lefties than he does against righties. The lefty yeah, right yeah, splits. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, the splits. I mean, analytics tells you the probability that they're going to succeed at something or that hitting home run is better than getting that bunt down. Moving, moving I, I, still, I still believe it, the human touch, really. That's all it takes. I mean, you, you, it, that analytic doesn't measure the heart of it. It doesn't measure, you know, do you get the key hit with two hits? It's like now, Troy, Troy, now they have a new one. Expected <clears throat> batting average. Who cares what it's Who cares? Either you're gonna get the base what hit is, or you're not what's, gonna get the base. What's the batting? Hit. What's the batting average now? Expected batting right. average. Come and, on, and, and, and come on. Way, expected batting. You know. By the way, what about this stupid win re- war replacement or whatever the heck that is? Yeah, who are you replacing? Like, war. Who are you expect, replacing? Like, expected war or whatever without play. Like what? You know, I've, I've, I've never been a big fan of a war stat, you know, wins. Never liked it. Because who, because who are you replacing, Troy? Yeah. If your war, if your war is five. Yeah. Five, five five wins over your replacement. Well, name your replacement. Oh, I think, I think if, I think Don's trying to pop back in, I think. Yeah. Well, and I know we would be on this discussion because it's like, when did analytics just basically get rid of the, uh, you know, human aspect of can you hit? Can you play? Uh, you know, I it think it's over the top. You know, I think, you know what? This is my thought. If you want to work in baseball, major league baseball, whatever, don't don't come from like an Eastern private college. Come from some like something like Minnesota State University, Mankato or something. I don't know. That's just my guess. Uh, my thought, Matt. I just feel like what has happened is the front offices were forced to hire these youngsters, my generation especially, who are nerds, who think they know better than what the history what's been going on in the history of baseball all these years. They were I mean, forced, and pe- and people who have never stepped into a batter's box or been in the field or on a pitcher's mound. Troy, did you say they were forced? I. No, I, I don't. Think, I, I don't know. I, I don't think I said ever forced. He but. said. He, I think you said along the lines that it maybe not a forced job, but they had to to try to keep up with the Joneses. Or, Look, with, well, with, yeah, with, but with, is, with, that's with not respect. necessarily a good thing in this case. You know? with, with respect, I mean, uh, uh, owners aren't forced to do anything. These are p- people with billions of dollars behind them. Exactly. Why, why they're doing it is, you know is they think it's working. Now we can get into a whole conversation about whether it is or isn't working. But um, I, I, my, my, my suspicion is that there are some teams that are doing this quite well. There's some teams that aren't. And yeah, uh, yeah. Um, no, there's I, one team I'd like to talk about oh, now that my computer, ahead, has, my computer has uncrashed now. Go now, right ahead, Don. My, <laughs> I had a whole bunch of analytics stuff, which is all gone now because of the crash. But what yeah. I do have is, the Texas Rangers are doing a lot better than they ever have in years gone by. Uh, they are. They're in first a, place. They're in first place. 38 yes, 20 there. by three. Uh, John Gray in May was 5 and 0, oh, and yep. he had a 160 ERA. And Nate Uvalde, uh, ex Yankee, 
Ex-Red um, Sox. For the month of May, 5-0. and should have kept them. And a, and a .80 ERA for him. So I don't know how much they subscribe to analytics, but whatever they oh. s- subscribe to, it's working. I'll you tell know, you the one. I'll tell you the one man that's done a job up there, Bochi. I'm sorry. Everywhere Bruce Bochi has gone, he seems to have the winning touch wherever he goes. Yeah. Now he's the unnerd. You know. He, oh, he, he he's he, the opposite of you know the the other guys that Troy was talking about. He he Saturday he tied Walter Austin for tenth all diamond wins. How great is that? That's pretty doggone good. Malcolm has his hand up. Oh, Malcolm wants to jump back in. I just want to make a fast comment. I remember at the beginning, remember at the beginning of the year when we were talking about these teams coming out and the Rangers and everybody was saying, oh, the Rangers, they don't stand a chance. And I remember Bruce Bochy was their coach or manager now. I'm thinking, you know what? Look back, guys. Bochy, everywhere he's gone, he's touched it. Exactly. I mean, he's got the Midas touch. I mean, from the Padres, got them to the World Series, didn't win it, but got them there. Giants, Giants. one, two. Yep. And And now now he's on with the Rangers. Look out, these Rangers could take it all the the, way. These Rangers, if 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 they get it right, they won't have to wait too much longer for their first World Championship. Uh -uh. Houston Uh -uh. might have something to say about it. I, what, I was going to say, I hope the Astros can take it. You know, they'll, they'll be my second choice, but I'm hoping the Astros can get it right. You know, well, we I only th- scored th- one run last night. I was not uh, here. <laughs> well, you, well, you got you got your boy with the Houston trash cans. I was like, I'll throw Bay back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's back now. i got to say, though, they the Rangers really put it to the Mariners, which is Man. always good. Three-game uh, uh, sweep. Our guest lose a Mariners fan. I'm I'm like, oof, that that's painful because that puts them further behind the Astros and the Rangers. Oh, that was they, last who, week's guest. Yes, I got well, to listen to her the next day on the Nashville <laughs> radio. She's darn good. No, oh, no question about it. Yeah. Well, by the way, Kayla, we'll if back. you're listening, thank you very much thank for you for last week. week. We appreciated yeah. you. Yeah, she was great. We'll, we'll bring yeah, I, she was very good. Enjoyed her. Yeah, we, yeah, I we tell you, did. I tell you what, Luther. Now there was a heck of a game. It wasn't on the major league side. It was in your state. It was not at Nashville. It was. Are at, you, you talking about the uh, Tennessee Clemson fourteen inning marathon? What a beautiful game that was. <laughs> was Tennessee, sweet. Tennessee was I mean, down four to two in the ninth. And darned if they didn't hit a three-run home run. They took the lead and, in the top of the ninth. Right. Clemson tied it in the bottom half. Right. And nobody scored to the 14th. Yes. And, and I mean, everybody had che- – I mean, there were like uh, four or five changes on both sides. That was a fantastic game. That was better than anything MLB did all week long. It's what college playoff baseball was all about. And, uh, now, I, I will say, I mean, it, it took it took three-plus hours, but I'm like, hey, if you're gonna give me four, if you're gonna give me 14 innings of a three-hour game with scoring chances galore, and, it was worth it. And and pitching staffs getting in and out of jams, I'll take that. And notice it's a, it's a three-hour, 14-inning game, not a three-hour, five-inning game, which we've had some of those games. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, Reverend Don. What do you, Don? What do you think about uh, uh, my my guy at at, at UT? 38 consecutive, 38 consecutive uh, game hitting streak. 
Oh, I, oh, had, I hadn't heard about him because new college, I new college record. Thirty. Really? Is that the is that the, is that the vol shortstop? Or is that Dick? Yeah. Because I because I know there's a, there there was a few guys that have been that have been hitting and they just went they just won the uh, Clemson regional. Now, are you saying Texas Longhorns or Tennessee? Yes, here. The Texas, Texas Longhorns. The Longhorns. Okay. Oh. Well, now yeah. I haven't heard. I think any... I think they didn't they clinch the Coral Gables regional last night. We we uh, we won the regional, so okay. we're going to the super regional. I'll catch but up with guy, them in the supers. Yeah, because I this I, guy I, this guy had a thirty eight game hitting streak. That's amazing. Uh, wow. I mean, LSU is about to finish off Oregon State. Speaking of regionals, that's about to be a three inch sweep for LSU. And a lot and a lot of national seeds in this NCAA tournament in the regionals now are falling have been out. Put out. Yeah, they won't see the supers, much less Omaha. Nope. Vandy's out. TC TCU's trying to knock Arkansas out. Vandy got put out yesterday. And I'm like, oh my goodness. And I mean, everybody was complaining on Twitter. Folks, this is how the tournament is. Yeah. You think you're hot and you come in, you beat you beat a team you're supposed to beat. But if you run if you run against a team like an Oregon or an Xavier who was hot coming into this thing, and you don't do what you're supposed to do, this is what happens. Sorry to say, it's baseball. It's college baseball. Yeah. I mean, it's baseball as a whole. I mean, it doesn't matter what level it is. All it takes is one. Yeah. One team gets hot. And, you know, uh, Maryland, they were all bent out of shape because they won the Big Ten, but, but they then got, they got stuck in the regional against. They got Wake stuck Forest. in Winston Salem, who and oh, by the way, George Mason Patriots after Wake Forest beat them on Friday, and after Maryland got beat in the winners bracket game Saturday, George Mason walked them off eleven to ten. That was an insane game, but they can't. They can't kick. They have no right to complain. Somebody had to get somebody had. The... I mean, but look at look at Boston College going to Tuscaloosa over the weekend. A lot of folks are saying Boston College and Southern Miss should have had a chance to host. Well, not everybody's going to be able to host. That's just the way it goes. So, what, what, so this weekend is the. Um... Is the regional the regionals are wrapping up this week today. This weekend, today and then the next week the supers the start next Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's okay. two out of three. And then is Omaha. And then the eight, the Omaha. eight re, then the eight regional winners all do a nice little caravan and go to Middle America to determine a natty. And that is the most insane sound quality you will ever hear. Look, at, man, at did the, you? It's the same the, thing with the women's softball world series. It's crazy. I haven't heard that. Man, you need to listen to the Tennessee Tennessee feed against Florida State that's for college women's softball. That's the, that's the second semifinal because they're playing the winner of the winner of that will play Oklahoma Wednesday. Wow, and, and Oklahoma's they, won fifty one in a row. I heard. And, yep, they just they, finished that up today. Insane. They 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 have a they have a great team. They they are the UConn Huskies of college softball. Really, <laughs> and they're trying to do a three peak. Yeah, the that's the old the only team that's that's given the run thus far has been Stanford. Stanford, and, and both uh, of them were tight. Yeah, they both were close, but two two to nothing on Thursday, and then today's game four to two and nine. Yeah, well, you know, okay, good good for Stanford. I you know I wish they would have no would have been cool, but you know, 
But Oklahoma seems, I mean, I, I watched the Oklahoma Tennessee game on Saturday and <laughs> Tennessee got, got run. Tennessee got rat run nine to nothing. I'm nine like, dang. And, five and, it, and it was, and yeah. And I'm like, we're only in the fourth inning and Tennessee can't even score a run. Those, really? those Oklahoma, those Oklahoma girls can hit. I mean, yeah. I mean, they hit home runs. I mean, they, 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 and, they, and the thing is, they do the little things well. Yeah. And they have a good pitcher, whatever that, whatever that pitcher. Jordy, Jordy yeah. Ball, oh, yeah. and then yeah. they had they had a uh, Maddie May today in the circle, and Ball and closed it out. And she's and she's been. They're both good. You know, they're a solid team. I mean, they're supposed to win. You know, but as we keep saying, you get, you you never know what's going to happen. But Oklahoma is uh, looks awfully good. And in the winner of Florida, if it's Florida State, Oklahoma for the Natty, oh boy, I can only imagine. A one v three national seed fight. So who uh, who was the two seed going in? Do you know, Luther. Uh, who was the two? I think because I know Stanford was a Stanford was 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 relatively low. I thought. Yeah, they. I think they were like a nine. Yeah, yeah. Alabama yeah. was a national. They got put out. They got put out. I, so I, I, oh, it was UCLA who got put out before. The oh, that's Super right, Bowls. UCLA. Because remember that's right. UCLA. That's right. They got knocked they out. They got two and barbecued in their own region. That's right. They did. I've forgotten about that. Sheesh. Yeah, that's right. So I mean, everybody thinks Oklahoma is going to win this. You know, it's going to win, and I, I think they probably will. That's three in a row. I that's mean, pretty if, impressive. If they if they do that before coming to the SEC next year. Oh, and speaking of the SEC and football. They had a vote in Destin, Florida, to stay at an eight-game conference schedule, and everybody's complaining about that. I heard Here's, about this. Yeah, and and now they're going to do no divisions after this year. So next year it's the top two. Well, that that makes sense. Yeah, it does. That make really sense. does make sense, especially when you add Texas and yeah, OU, well, yeah. because Texas has a game against Michigan next year that's on their non-con schedule. The only thing they're trying to figure out now is how many of those rivalries stay. Like the oldest rivalry in the South, is that going to stay? I, I I don't I don't like this eight game. I, I never have liked that eight game series, and then you 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 have to play four cupcake. Well, sometimes you don't uh, get four cupcakes because it's like you can play four non gods, but you have to play one power five at yeah, least one. You, 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 they do, and and sometimes they do. You know, the, so, or, sometimes Oregon, some people they, play too. Oregon, Auburn, Oregon, Georgia, Oregon. You know, oh, sure. but 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 that eight game conference season that that's a you know that's that's a travesty. They need they need to play at least nine. Well, well I think they, they, they well, conferences. They were gonna do that, but there were a few teams like. We're like, okay, if we, if we, you know, how how are we going to get to six? Because now, when you're adding OU and Texas to the schedule, there's no more cream puffs in the conference. There's no more. There's no more cream puffs unless you count South Carolina, Vanderbilt, and so on and so on. But every but everybody else that's going to be sitting at the top of the conference table, there's no pushover. I mean, what what I've what I've heard is that that nine is inevitable. I don't know why it didn't happen. This oh, time. It, it, it's, it's coming it, in two it, years. It's, it's going to happen. It's just I, I don't it, know. It, it's not a matter of if, but when. Yeah, it, I think yeah. I, I think the reason why, from what I heard over the weekend, was they want to see when Oklahoma Texas joins next year, how this eight game how this eight game slate goes, and then come back to it the following year. 
They want to see how it looks with no divisions and 16 teams to see whether or not this is going to be permanent or if it's going to go to nine. I have a feeling it's going to go to nine. The thing is, you have, you, still have these, you still have these rivalries, like, for example, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, which would be nice if they could figure out a way of continuing. It'll, it'll, probably, it'll probably be a non-conference. But, yeah, so, but, well, now, but, now, but now you got Oklahoma, Texas. That's an automatic. Right. Texas, Texas A&M gets renewed again. Yep. You get yep. Oklahoma and Texas A&M, a matchup that gets renewed again. Arkansas, Texas from the Southwest Conference. Think, think about all these old Southwest Conference matchups that are going to be renewed. In the, and just in the SEC <laughs> yeah. by itself. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 do, <laughs> um, I do want to get to the, the basketball because the playoffs are a hot item right now. And, uh, there, and there's a, a lot going on. Uh, the Celtics have been under a lot of scrutiny. Because, of course, as you all know, they blew Game Seven. They've been eliminated. Lord, they were now, playing Game Seven. That was astounding. That they they they, they, just, they just laid up egg and they just they, got ran over. They were terrible. I'm like, and now they, they're under a lot of scrutiny because Brad Stevens wants to bring back Missoula and get him veteran assistant coaches. He should have done that last year and the year before that. Well, you're, 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 you're before that, they had uh, they had a real coach. He just had trouble. You know, they had Udo yeah. there. And then yeah. there was the matter of him getting suspended, which is causing a lot of controversy. As Again. And well, now we, all of we, Missoula's coaches, all of Missoula's coaches that he had this season are going to go with Udoka to Houston. Go figure. Well, guess what? Like I said, don't be shocked if Houston the next little bit gets back to where they should be. I take it's, a couple of years. Well, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Two, like, possibly you know, we, three years. We're too young right now. We're very and young. Nick, and Nick Nurse, but I, don't, I don't know if... I, Luther, Luther, don't send Harden back here, okay? You know, I was Man. just going to say that, <laughs> Mike. You know, every third day, I hear a story James Harden back to Houston. James Harden. James Harden. I know. I know. James Harden is the Aaron Rodgers of the NBA. Or the Tom Brady of the NBA. The only difference is he hasn't retired yet. No, no. The but it's like is every he, other day. He has the Aaron Rodgers obnoxiousness, but he's not as good. It, well, he's well, a one-dimensional he's, player. He's a scorer. That's all he yeah. is. Well, no, you know, only, in, only in the regular season, though. That's true. Yeah. That, only yes. in the regular season. Yeah. And every yeah. so often, he'll actually show up in, in a playoff game when they need him sometimes. And then he'll just like a big egg. So there's one thing I'm, I wanted to say about the Celtics heat uh, thing last week, but we, we didn't get to it, yep. which is everybody, everybody, you know, agreed that the Celtics had more talent, but there was one area that the Celtics did not have more talent. And I think it really killed them. Coaching. And that was the coaching. Yeah. That was the coaching. Eric Spolstra. Yeah. I mean, his underdog mentality as a coach and the way he gets those guys to play is incredible. Well, like but it's, the, it's, like, it's, I mean, it, it, but it's like the Bruce Bochy effect. Whatever team he goes to, and if he ever does decide to go somewhere else, that's instant credibility. Well, you take you, you saw that last night in last night's game. That's, exactly. that's, that's, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, it's and one one now. Denver, split. Miami, one one. Right. So, Luther, you and I were talking about briefly about this idea of the of the uh, Denver Center. If the Denver Center scores a lot of points. Nicole Jokic, uh, yeah. The Joker. They they lose. Yeah. And notice what happened last night. Miami figured out a way. Basically took everybody away and said, okay. That's right. 
you score as much many points as you want. Score and, as much as you want. And, get as many rebounds as you want. And damned if they didn't. If, if the but what we're not. But what we're well, did not. You, did, did you hear? Did you hear the the, the interview with Kyle uh, Lowry? No. No. He, he he essentially told you that. He essentially told you that. They 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 know they couldn't uh, stop Jokic. Uh, they put you know semi pressure on 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 Murray. And they just and made know, everybody else beat them. Made everybody else beat them. That was their that, that was that's kind of that's kind of like that's kind of like what um, the Nuggets did to the Lakers. They're like, okay, LeBron, you're the best guy. You and AD are the best guys on the planet. We'll let you have yours, but what we're not going to do is let everybody else beat us. And that's what they did. Same formula. You you take away everybody else and make the other two beat you. Two can't beat two can't beat a team. So now that now the series is Miami, I still think that um, Miami still, is not the, it's not not one of the best better home oh, no. in the in the uh, thing. I mean, the Celtics beat them twice. Is, is it right? Twice in Miami. Yep, so twice. It's, it's, and by it's, the way, it's doable. I would kind of say the same thing about the Panthers, yep. and they have to have it because they, they. I don't think you want to go home down 0-2 tonight in the finals because if you go down 0-2 against Vegas in Vegas, not to try to win two. In Florida, to get that series back, even I don't know if this team's built to do that. Yeah, they've done it in the Eastern Conference, but can they do it here? I have a twisted stage. I have a twisted trivia fact that's incredible. This has never happened in sports, but Boston, Massachusetts, holds a dubious distinction right now, folks. It's (laughs) never happened in sports history. They are the only city. The only city Mm-mm. with two professional sports teams blowing game sevens at home to an eight seed. Whoa. And I'll go further. This wasn't mentioned. I'm going further with this one. Not only that, but Boston is the only city with two professional sports teams losing game sevens at home to eight seeds from Miami. <laughs> And the only sports town to go eight or six in on their season and come up one game short of perfection in the Super Bowl back at Super Bowl 42. So and, I, and, and I, I would not be shocked if the same thing happens in football. I mean, I think the Dolphins might uh, knock the Patriots out of a playoff spot this year. Well, uh, it, look, the, the, Patriots, easy. The, the Patriots knocked themselves out of the playoff spot. Well, that's also true. I mean, keep in mind, it's like, oh, a team's going to do that. No, nah, if a team's going to do that, then hell, we may not even we might as well not even have a damn football schedule. That's why you get you know what's intriguing. You know what's intriguing about the Dolphins, and, and they and they are uh, very vocal about it. That's their speed. Yeah. Oh, they they've had the speed. Well, the they got they added can... some more. They added more with uh, Devon A. Chain. They're they're, they're, oh, they're Lord, really yes. running back. But so see, you but take the, but... Waddle, you take Hill, and and A. Chain. Uh, but, pick the, your point. but the question we come back to can QB stay healthy? That that's that's really the question. That's yeah, I mean that's it, it don't it don't matter how much speed you have if Tua Tagovailoa keeps getting banged on his head and he has to come out of a game and it's two three four five six weeks then what the the, the one thing. 
the only thing I'll say is remember that in the playoff game, Miami played Buffalo pretty tough and they, you know, they could have easily won that game. And uh, then Buffalo the following week in Cincinnati laid a big fat egg. Yeah. But I still am, I, I'm still pondering the possibility of the Jets having the having this year having a worse record than the Packers. It would not shock me. I I, I was talking it would not shock me if that happened. Do we have another hand up? Because I mean we've been going on for a little while. We just we just totally lost sight of it. <laughs> Any we hands, do not. Rich? Okay. We do okay. not. Keep All us right. posted. Thank you. Spe- yeah, speaking I, speaking of teams that could have the worst record. Can Denver and Sean Payton find their way out of the quag that they're in with or without Russell Wilson and quarterback? Uh, Sean Payton, head coach, the Broncos now. Can he get them turned around? Or does he have to basically switch Russell Wilson out and say, sorry, you can't start no more? We got to let somebody think it's else all, I don't think it, it's all Russell Wilson. I think, and Payton is the kind of guy who can put a team together. Now, they've got some pieces. Sure they have some. They had some interesting injuries last year <laughs> on, on on defense, mm-hmm. and, and the running back too. That they and, had. and the running back. So so if 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 he can get a couple of complementary pieces, I think they'll be competitive. That's still going to be a really tough division, I believe. Oh, definitely. But also, you got to ask the question: Our favorite from Saturday Night Live, the late Gilda Radner's Rosanna Rosanna Dandep. With the LA Chargers, always something. Can they stay healthy? Oh, Jesus. Well, and, the other, and the other question is the Vegas Raiders. You know, everybody thought they're going oh to be And they they were not terrific. Who's their quarterback anyway? These well, days? it's now the hurt foot Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Another yeah. quarterback that can't stay healthy. Oh, you mean Tom Brady's Raiders? No. He's supposed right. to assume part ownership. Well, he's supposed to, but that means he might not. Well, he says he's sure because what was it last Wednesday or something off a podcast? I listened to that he said that he was sure that he was not playing. Many times have we heard that from his mouth. I'm <laughs> sure I'm not playing, only to turn around and say, "Oh, I'm going to sign again. I'm going to go play." I think he would have done it by now. I mean, the OTAs have started. I mean, you know, but as you know. All it takes is one injury here, one injury there. Then the next thing you know, phone call. But I think Tom Brady's season last year was 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 sub subpar. I mean, he just wasn't I wouldn't good even, last year. Very he, much what so. I, what I, what I, I, even, I don't think he won't be back. I wouldn't even say subpar. I've seen Brady. I mean, the, last season for him was below average. It, it wasn't even an average season at quarterback for him. It was, it was so par for anybody. I mean, it just, I mean, it just I, yeah. It was for me, it was like below average and very underwhelming. Have you guys so, heard that DeAndre Hopkins could go to the Browns? I mean, it, uh, my, my, if that, if that's true, the, that's a perfect place for him. The Browns yeah, are, they seem, they seem to have all the, all the players with, with, shall we say, personality problems. Yes. You know, char- character issues. Welcome uh, to welcome to the land of Siberia. Well, the, the, the question here yesterday, one of the local sports shows was, if you had to choose one, would you choose Harden or Hopkins to come back to Houston? <laughs> <laughs> well, they might, you know what my answer to that is, right? Neither. I'd, I'd take... I'd take Hopkins over 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 Harden. But why but why would you want to bring back a mild content 
that already had issues with the previous regime that was there. Well, it, it, it's not going to happen. I, I really now the the probability is that Harton, given the given the management, Harton probably would come back before before yeah. uh, Hopkins, because I don't think I don't think uh, 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 the coach wants Hopkins, and depends on Tillman Fertitta the owner of the Rockets. The guy, are you, are you talking about that same Vertita dude? That's the dude that's the proprietor of Vertita's handmade vodka? That guy? Yep, 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 yep. Okay, that's so. But, but I, he, the way Harden left, he may not want him back. Why would he? Yeah, that, that's the question. Why would anybody want Harden? I mean, why? I mean, the, the guy is a good, it's a great <clears throat> major, uh, a regular season player and doesn't, as we've said many times in the show, doesn't do very well in the playoffs. <laughs> Why would anybody want him? I mean, we, we've had we've had some coaching they, hires around the NHL. They don't, in it they, don't they don't necessarily look at it that way. And I'd like so. to know the same about Hopkins. Has Hopkins won anything for anybody? No, because I am reading a couple of books recently about the life and times of Ty Cobb. And mm. Ty, Ty Cobb, everybody says everything that horrible about him, but especially early in his career. Yeah. Not only was he a great individual player, but he led his <clears throat> team to three straight World Series mm-hmm. early on, admittedly. But still, you can put up with a jerk, and I won't get any more salty than that. You can put up with a jerk if he wins. Again, and that's the only and that's the only way you put up with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Don, I I, I thought of you all last weekend <laughs> uh, because you're Yankees Yankees. which I think was pretty impressive. Got to like it. In in, in Los Angeles, no less. And Aaron Judge was doing some Hollywood catches out there. Yeah, he robbed a home run on Saturday. I have a question for you, Don. Yeah. When did the Yankees part ways with Aaron Hicks? Last week. Last week. Uh, In in fact, he went to Baltimore. Yes, I I I heard that. And I'm saying that's a hefty contract for Baltimore to assume. Well, well, it's, put, not, it's unlike Baltimore to get a believe me. Like that. Believe me, the Yankees are probably paying at they're least seventy five percent of that. They're paying most of it, at least sixty to sixty five percent of it. They're they're not going to stick the Orioles with that for taking Aaron Hicks off their hands. And it, just, and, it, and, it, and he needed was, to be gone. From what I was hearing, fans were booing him when he was coming at the plate or going back to the dugout. They were. It was so bad. That he he had his head down, his shoulders slumped, and I'm like, he's got to go. I mean, yeah. at, at some point, if you don't care about being in the big city and playing for one of the best organizations in baseball, you need to go. Wouldn't it be ironic, though, if, if, he, if the Orioles continue to play? They seem to be playing pretty well these days. If they, you know, if he beats, if he, if he helps beat the Yankees in a, in a key game or two. Oh, that would be horrific. I don't even. I don't even want to think about that. I don't know. I it's, no, it's I not don't impossible. know. No, it's. I mean, with, with anybody that leaves the Yankees nowadays, it's not impossible. Yeah, it's no. not. It certainly isn't. It, it, it's not possible. And no. guys, I I said to Bob, I was going to have to boot a couple minutes early, and I'll see you guys all next week. See all right, Don. Well, well all congratulations, right, Don. Don. Uh, you Thank know, congrats. as much Thank as I'm much. not a Yankee fan, uh, you know, they 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 were impressive this weekend. That was now, quite now a weekend. Can they, they had. Now can they, keep, can they keep it up? I don't know. We'll get to so. the big question. 
I hope not. But uh, and you know. and uh, another question we keep bringing up at some point: When does Aaron Boone go bye bye? Because it's almost like Aaron Boone's becoming a safety blanket that the Steinbrenners can't get rid of. The, the problem with Aaron Boone, and and uh, you know, I'm sorry, Don is no longer here. No, as, as I see with with Aaron Boone, is that he's just good enough to, to to come back year after year. You know, last year he had a they had a pretty good record. You know, I mean they were there they had a solid. Yeah, and then they season. got then they got to the regular championship series, and then they couldn't do squat against the Astros. Well, but nobody could do squat against the Astros last well, year. Well, no, what I'm saying you know, is I mean, like you have this so called team under a so-called manager that looks more like a figurehead or Archie Bunker that dunked his head on the bed <laughs> that can't do squat right in the postseason, at what point does he need to go? Well, and it, it, it depends on the patience of the, the owners. Some owners will let a guy, because he makes the team competitive, they'll let him hang around for a while and some owners are very impatient and even though yeah ask the late george ask the late george steinberg yes oh it's like alex cora alex cora is in a similar situation i want a championship (laughs) and i want it now and and look he fought look how many times how many times do you think george steinberg can billy martin more than once and you brought him at least three or four and any other manager that sucked, George Steinbrenner was like one of the most impatient in all of baseball. Charles Finley was another guy until oh, he decided. I, I talk about older, older baseball. Yes. Guy. The thing is, you know, I, it, I, if I were a Yankee owner, which fortunately I am not, if I were a Yankee owner, I'd be hesitant to fire Boone because every year, I, and I know every year I say to Don, why haven't they fired him yet? And he always agrees. But every year, they, you know, they have a solid season. They, they usually get, get by in the first round of the playoffs and then they play, they lose to the best team in baseball. I mean, it seems to be their tra- trajectory the past couple of years. I mean, how do you fire a manager looking back on it? How do you fire a manager with that kind of track record? Okay. It's sort of hard to, hard to fire a guy under those circumstances. If, if that's the case, do we turn this around and say, what are you doing in the scouting department? What are you doing in the front office to get the best pieces that can make Aaron Boone work? That that seems to be an equally fair question, right? Because uh, I it, I, I was I was on Twitter. What was it last night? And they're like, "Oh, a better approach to the play, better hitting coach, better." I'm like, "Look, here's the thing. You want to fire everybody, but the question is that we always come back to: Who are you going to hire to replace?" you get rid of it's like and nobody has a good answer for it yeah it's like okay you you remember we always talk about here playoff ball any sport it's a whole different animal it's different and so you can you can use your analytics you can do you all it don't matter you know it you can win the regular season and, and bob I hate to bring that up, but, but <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't. But, but you, can, you can you can have the best record in the regular season, but when you get the playoff ball, it's a totally different game. The only thing a record gives you is, as Tim Corbin eloquently put it in his pressure, the only thing it gets you is basically a chance to rent a home, your home. 
to basically play there and hope you can stay there for as long as you can. If you can get through each round. Well, what, what that's the only thing the regular season will get you. Is what, a chance what, what, to basically play at home and rent your own home. Well, you know, there's another team in that situation, uh, Michael. Um, Tampa Bay. Let's talk about the Tampa Bay Rays. Look what they're doing right now. Okay? Pretty good. Where yeah. do the playoffs come? Where do they have to play the Astros? The Astros will just shut them right down with their pitching. Or will they? We, 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 well, we played them pretty good in that series. Because the Rays, the Rays... You know, they, they I don't know how they do it with all the injuries that they have in their pitch. They seem to find guys that replace them, and they're one of the luckiest teams in the whole world right now. I don't well, think it's lucky. You... I, don't, I don't think it's lucky. Well, I think it's, the, the, it, it, it's, it's sound scouting. It's We were talking about this before. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's sound scouting. It's, it's exactly. Sound and the problem and, and, is and they, and they the, don't have the enough market. talent to make the, to get deep in the playoffs because they don't have the, 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 you know, they don't pay a lot. I mean, of, they, they, don't, they don't have the salary cap structure. Right. To go yeah, after, to go after the big guys, so they have to. So they're one of those teams that has to scout and develop in the minor league system. Look at the dudes they, they do got a great on, job at. Look, look at the dudes they had down at Charlotte when the Sounds went down there and played them. They had Tyler Glass now for a couple of starts in rehab. They got, I think, they got another couple of guys and Alex Colome who's down there right now. Michael in rehab. I think we took two out of three against. I think I early, think early so. That, that sounds that sounds about right. Last now is back. He's yeah, I know he he came up back up. I think Tuesday or Wednesday retroactive. So I've been so, thinking about this. This uh, I'm thinking more primarily in basketball and, and hockey playoffs right. about because because home field clearly doesn't mean very much in either sport. Uh, you know, especially this year. And I, I wonder what would happen if they changed the rules so that the one and the two seed in the first round got five out of seven at home instead of four out of seven. Well, they're not going to change that because five out of seven. Five yeah, out in other words, it, 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 but they, but I wonder if, you know, if you really want, if you want the regular season to mean something, right. We, we complain a lot and I'm the biggest person of doing this, that the regular season essentially is meaningless. How how do you make the regular season more relevant? And it seems, I to mean, me the way, I don't think you can. I just I, think it's I mean, the nature I like, of the beast. I mean, I like the idea, but there's no way you can make it work. No, I don't think you can. I just because think it's what you it make, is. You, you could make it work. The, the question is, you know, the uh, you know, it's a money-making thing. Or, or better yet, how about if you're the number one seed in your conference, you get to decide if you want to start at home or if you want to play on the road and have the back end of the other series at your place. Actually, I have, I have a better idea. I think I've, I've said this. I love this idea just for uh, – uh, for, for the uh, snarky up co- component. So um, there are eight teams in each conference, right? Yeah. So at the end of the season, I would like the one seed to pick who they want to play in the first round, either five, six, seven, or eight. They wanted to do that in baseball. I wish they would do it because I think it would be, can you imagine the, the, how much fun that would be for sports, for the, for the coaches? They have, to, they have to actually pick. Talk about uh, talk about uh, are we are we are we, are we, are we just talking talk and all this stuff? So you know, are we just say, talking about just the top seats, just I'm the number one seats? I think I think it's a fabulous idea. I uh, love boy. the idea. We like <laughs> just let nature take its course. It works. It just sometimes it's more unpredictable in hockey. But I I, I want to see I want to see uh, coaches earn their money and to figure out who they want to play in the first round. So if 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 I'm the one seed, maybe I want to play the six seed because I think we've better shot against them. 
And then the two seed would get a chance to pick between five, seven, and eight. Well, and remember, the- well, remember the back end of this past NBA season, Golden State, there was a scenario where they could have been the six, seven, we have one or minute, eight. guys. And they luckily somehow got the six and got the Kings. If they had gotten the five, I don't think they would have gotten out of the that that yeah well right so they I, I, they kind of lucked out because they basically if you're sitting five through eight you you have only two spots to basically avoid a play-in game anyway I, I i know this won't happen anytime soon but i love that idea i think it would be great can you can you imagine the coaches picking the wrong team and losing i mean that talk about pressure uh, yeah i mean I, it happens I, I, it I happens all the time be great I don't think the guess. Bruins will ever pick Florida anymore. No, I'm sure well, they well, here, well, here's the thing. Sure they well, here, well, here's the problem. The Bruins didn't pick Florida. It just happened. No, to I'm saying if, Peter, if Peter's wish comes true, they could, but I don't think they would. No, well, they picked okay, pick somebody who, else. Who, who were they? Who would they? Who would they would have? Who do you think they would have played? If they would pick the Islanders. Oh, there no, yeah, you go. That's a good God. choice. Yeah, they, 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 they but, but gentlemen, we are um, we're out of time, unfortunately. <laughs> we'll have to pick this up next week. Oh, oh definitely. And uh, with that in mind, Trish, thank you for hosting. Brad, thank you for streaming. And Peter and Luther and Michael, thank you for being with us. Don, hey, we God, miss you. Uh, we hopefully you'll come back next week for a full program. And for our participants, thank you as well. Go safe with God's abundant blessings, everyone. I'm Bob Branco. And thank you very much.